Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with the Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, 7 brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter. What would you like to do? It's the question that every DM asks every player at least once in their career. That question has led to more stories than any other question on the planet. But how do you turn that question into an amazing story? That's a question we answer on our show, How to Be a Better DM. For those crazy individuals who want to pretend like they can control the story, How to Be a Better DM is the perfect place to learn how to dungeon master without spending extra money or extra time. You'll get tips and techniques to avoid the significant pitfalls of dungeon masters everywhere. We have episodes coming out every Thursday morning, and we can't wait for you to roll initiative with us. Go to betterdungeonmaster.com slash knocked prone for more information knocked prone is a clean chaotic and deep podcast for DD nerds find more ways to support our show in the episode description last time on knocked prone he will cast a plane shift and take the entire party with him to the graveyard plane that thorn resides are one of us gonna die tonight it's going to be me. someone's gonna write up a new character move out of my way or be mowed down kill me but you're not touching her have fun, you two. You will both take 35 points of radiant damage. Yeah, I'm down. Zag will survey the battlefield and see what he subjected his, his friends and his family to. I don't have time to explain, but I have to leave. You won't have much time, but while I'm gone, you can kill Thorn. And when you do, capture his essence. Tell Grom I'll be back as he casts a banishment on himself. And Zag will disappear. The physical form of Thorn will dissipate and be replaced with a shadow demon. Whether you're a halfling, a giant, or somewhere in between, on the table with your friends, playing Dungeons and Dragons. And if life ever knocks you down, your dice will surely turn around. Alright, so we left you guys in some dire straits last session. Ephemia and Grom, you are both unconscious. Speaking of which, Ephemia, roll me a death save. 15. A 15. That is a success. The blood in your body starts pumping a little bit again, but you are still unconscious and you are less so bleeding out. And with that, Grom, roll me a death save. <laughs> Love starting the episode off with this energy. 13. A 13 still a success. All right. So we're back at the top of the order. Celine, you are standing amongst this graveyard. 
two of your teammates are currently unconscious and Zag is gone to where you don't know. Thorn has disintegrated from his physical form and is just this shadow demon of a being standing in front of you, baring his teeth at you, and he charges at you, but you're going to get the jump on things before he attacks you. Tell me what you are doing with your turn, Selene. So, in my mind, when another character goes down and they're rolling death saves, from a character perspective, like, they very well could be dead. But I feel like, you know, logistics-wise, they're technically considered more, like, unconscious or knocked out. I'm just curious, like, what are the table's thoughts on... Would another character see you as being knocked out or unconscious or, like, nearly dead or, like, very well could be dead? I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I've always seen um, unconscious as uh, basically, like, incapacitated, where, like, someone could still be groaning and moaning and, like, making, making signs of life not physically capable of acting yeah of anything really yeah yeah Yeah. okay and you can look at both Ephemia and Grom and notice that their chests are both rising and falling like they are still breathing that's true breathing is a good basically bleeding out at this point yeah yeah like yeah okay because at this moment I I imagine Celine not actually feeling like (laughs) all my friends are dead (laughs) and actually a little bit of hope because I'm super energized I've got full health and I know I'm familiar with shadows. I know that now we're dealing with necrotic energy here. So I feel a lot more confident in my ability to step in and do it, like get a job done. It is time to be the butcher. It is time to be the butcher. Nobody's even here for me to ask the question. <laughs> can I can kill I, him? Can I kill him? So with that being said, I'm going to use steady aim to give myself advantage and say, all in favor of me killing Thorn? Look around. All right, it's decided then. And then I'm going to take out my all pike and pray to not Lathander that I roll well. Come on, not Lathander, pull through. <laughs> 17 to hit. A 17 hits. Go ahead and deal damage. And you also get sneak attack since you had that steady aim active. <laughs> I rolled a d8 and got a 1. So 1 plus 4 equals 5. And then let me do my sneak attack. All right, that was much better. Plus nine equals 21. (laughs) As you deal this damage on a scale of one to four, one being totally alive, four being the amount of hit points that he has left. (laughs) Oh, no. He has four hit points left. Wait, I want to use my offhanded attack. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Do your offhanded attack. I'm so glad I didn't use that D4. Nat 20. Nat 20! Are you going to double a d4 now? You have a 50-50 shot of this killing Thorn. If you don't kill Thorn, he will be going after Ephemia. Okay. Shout out to Alec, who isn't here for me rolling this d4 right now. (laughs) Two! Three! Yeah! (laughs) And with that, you drive the back end of your all-pike into the shadow of Thorn, and he dissipates and i immediately want to try to capture his essence okay uh go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check don't roll a natural one. Oh, heck yeah <laughs> Ooh. um well i got a three plus three which is six 
but it wasn't a natural one. All right, yeah. So (laughs) it's shaky, but you capture the essence of Thorn's shadow, which uh, you know from Zag leaving. Thorn's shadow's essence is what is going to bring him back from wherever he is right now. With that, is that the end of your turn? That's all I can do, I believe so. Yes, it is. Ephemia, go ahead and roll me a death saving throw. All right. Hang in there. I'm coming to get you. Eight. An eight, unfortunately, is a failure. Why is this happening? You have one success and one failure, but with that, Grom, go ahead and roll me a death save. It is. It's natural 20. Natural 20! Not all really matters because. To the land of the living, Grom. (gasps) Zach! Grom! Grom, you're okay! What's going on? Thorn's Thorn's gone. He's taken care of. And I'm going to show him the vial that I captured Thorn's essence in. Wonderful job! Thank you. Can, do I still get to take my turn? Yes, you do. Just see Athemia on the ground. And I'll... Athemia! And I'll just run over. And doing the same thing I did on... This is just going to be how I cast Cure Wounds each time. I'm just going to grab her shoulders and shake and just be like, Wake up! And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and She's just Cure Wounds flavor. <laughs> Flailing. Yeah. <laughs> One point of healing... <laughs> Two points of healing that you get. Um, Welcome back to the land of the living. <laughs> I'm alive? You, you are alive. So everyone, you wake up and you are currently in this deserted graveyard. What are you doing? I'm going to use a second wind to just recover some HP and just, just in case. Yeah, you guys are currently out of combat, so you can take whatever actions you'd like. Athemia just wakes up to Grom violently shaking her. <laughs> uh, Grom! Grom, stop! Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just <sighs> needed you to be awake. I'm awake now. Are you okay? Uh, Are you okay? You seem untouched. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. You well, guys nice? look terrible. Thank you. That's exactly what I want to hear when I just almost died. I, <laughs> I feel pretty terrible. If I'm being honest, I'm gonna place both. One hand each on Ephemia and Grom and cast healing hands and heal them both for four points of damage. Here you go. Aww. That's all I can offer you. I hey, am completely you know, out of spells and healing for this. So. I also am. So I'm at six points now. Woo. I am uh, looking worse for wear. What is Zach? Yeah, what do, you, what do you last remember before it was lights out for a bit? Um. There was a bright beam of light. And I remember thinking, oh crap, and then I was here. I'm pretty sure Thorn has some sort of personal vendetta against me because it seems that he just kept aiming directly for me repeatedly. He was going doubly. right for you, and I'll tell you, even as you were lying on the ground ready to die, I, I, I assume he was he was still aiming right for you. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't fully understand why, but he wasn't. he didn't even seem to be interested in me. Yeah. I noticed. He had told me that his next aim was Moradin, so we saved the gods. Yeah, actually, I, I think we have a lot to celebrate in that way. However, Zag's not here. You know where he went? Well, He left you? All I know is that he said to trust him, and he cast banishment on himself, and he's in another dimension. So you're telling me... You were left alone with Thorn, and Zack had a chance to help, and he left? I'm I'm sure he had a good reason. 
Well, what he, good reason without telling us? I don't understand at all. But he did say that it would help, and it was the only way we were going to defeat him. And as much as I almost don't want to believe that and question Zag's judgment, I will say the one thing that made sense is that as soon as he disappeared, Thorn turned into a shadow, just hardly a person it was an essence and i think that had a big part in me being able to defeat him question how are you sure it was zag that left and not thorn to be honest a lot of the talk lately about two sides of the same coin and identical twins identical has been pretty concerning to me uh we already know that thorn's okay with you know tricking people and they've already done a swap once and that's how you know we killed but zag told you to trust him right and has he ever harmed us i'm not saying it could have been zag i'm saying it could have been thorn that's true i do trust zag i i trust i would trust zag with my life as you guys are kind of having this conversation grom go ahead and roll me an investigation check with advantage okay that's a 17 on the first roll and a natural one on the second so uh, (laughs) a a grand total of 15 (laughs) oh a 15 okay so with a 15 you see where Zag once was standing, where you recall Zag was standing before you were knocked unconscious. There is one of Zag's soul stones laying on the ground. Can I go retrieve it? You sure can. Look at this. Um, and I'll, I'll pick it up. Zag wouldn't have left his Uncle Kalen's soul stone on the ground, would he? No. These were very important to him. Are you sure... That he didn't turn Zag into some little spirit thing. And Thorn didn't just get out of here without a scrape. It wasn't without a scrape. We beat him up pretty hard. As you look at this soul stone, as you look a little closer, you used to be able to see like a, a mini version of Kalen screaming. You also see Zag is accompanied with Kalen in this soul stone. Do we know it's Zag? He is wearing Zag's clothes. That's Thorn dressed as, like Zag. That is true. Roll me an insight check, Ephemia. <laughs> I, I don't trust anything, okay? Yeah, the problem yeah. is, is that Grom's first instinct is to smash it to see if it'll get out. But I realize that that's just like a great way to kill Zag and just like no, no, you can almost do it. You know, I'm I'm sleek, I'm fast. You know, I'll I'll like as you're like doing like a big dramatic, like ready to throw it on the ground. I'll like throw myself under it, like you know, slow motion. No, seven with a seven. This looks exactly like Zag. Whether or not you can trust whether it's Thorn or not is up to kind of your own interpretation. However, considering the torment that is happening in this soul stone, you can fairly assume, even with the roll of a seven, that Thorn would not have done this to himself. So, how do we get him out? Well, that's that's the thing I'm trying to remember. I mean, where did we find out that Kalen was? Wait, isn't Kalen split up among multiple stones? Is that why is Zag just in one? Isn't he dead? Isn't that what happened? His, his uncle died and and made these stones? Everyone roll me a history check. I got a seven again. A seven. <laughs> eighteen. Six. A six, a seven, and an eighteen. With an eighteen, Celine, you can recall that Zag's uncle, Kalen, was in Shadowfell. Actually, Grom, that's it. I don't know if Kalen died, but whether or not he died... It would make sense that he's in Shadowfell. How do we get there? Now that's 
a good question. How do we get out of here? Well, it's... Oh... Zach's the one who brought us here in the first place. I don't know how... I I don't have any knowledge on traveling interdimensionally. Okay, as much as... Okay, I'm at least settled on the fact that it's probably Zag in there. I still don't know entirely. But he brought us here and left us. If the last few days have taught me anything, it's that having faith can sometimes be better than knowing what's going to happen. I'll take the stone and I'm just going to send out a prayer to both Morden and to Zag and just just in general and I'm just going to if you can hear me buddy we need to get to you do you know how we can do that and I'm just going to hold the stone up to my ear (laughs) (laughs) roll me a religion check I love that Uh, five. <laughs> a five. Okay. You hold the stone up to your ear and it's really cold. And for a second, you almost hear a whisper. But it's just your own breathing. He's saying something. <laughs> but I can't make it out. <laughs> well, what if... I don't know. I've never really been to a different plane before. How do we get out? I, I've been here before, but... How did you get out before? It was Thorn, wasn't it? Ephemia, go ahead and roll me a religion check. She's the least religious person at the table. <laughs> I don't know. I have a minus two in religion, so... Oh, she has a plus one, but let's be honest. It's, it's, it's just for Roleplay wise other... versus stat wise. Yes. Yeah. It's a stat roleplay. She, she knows nothing. <laughs> Five. I'm rolling... A plus today, guys. I don't a know if plus, you know this. The five um, religious uh, rollers. With a five, you can't recall much, but something that is kind of eating at the back of all of your minds, even without a roll. With Thorn gone, who's going to be assigned the next god? And who gets to assign the next god? Wait. Thorn is dead. Loth is dead. Lathander is dead. Thanks for We're reminding us of all that. <laughs> Yeah, Athemia, what's your point? I was getting there. All I'm saying is I know there used to be a lot more, but... Maybe if we dig deep enough, we'll fall into the other plane. I don't think that's how interdimensional travel works. Have you ever done it before? Um, no. But if you want to, uh, you can find a shovel. Are there any shovels nearby? <laughs> Roll me an investigation. I mean, we actually, you're we in a graveyard. Yeah. Of course, there's shovels around. You find a pristine shovel. It has hand grooves etched into the sides that allow you to dig even faster. Okay. It's a plus one shovel. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. I'll, I will start digging as they discuss stuff. We are down to eight gods of the ten, not including Thorn. Who replaced Lathander? Nobody replaced Lathander because. Thorn was trying to take all of them down, but didn't there used to be way more than ten gods? That's what Cassidy told me. Well, there's always been more than ten gods, but those are the main ten. No, I mean, there used to be more mains. Like, there are lesser gods, like Vecna was, and Amulek, and Torin, but there doesn't need to be ten plus or minus exactly I think it's just been our tradition for so long you know you actually might have a good point and 
I don't have a way to verify this, but I did kill Thorn. So if it's left in my hands, but I just choose to not choose a god. I, I prefer that over what happened last time when I, we tried to choose I a god. I agree. I but think then we how were... do we get out? Oh, that's that's valid. I, I used to even... Just until, what was it, yesterday I was still attached to Tamora. I mean, granted, that was Thorne's choice, but I'm not anymore, I suppose. Aphivia! What? That brings up a great point. Brom. What? You have a god. A god who clearly is willing to do things for you. I already tried. I couldn't hear what he was saying. Aphivia's gonna reach into her pocket and pull out her soul stone from what is left of Orcus and just be like... Does this do anything? Well, I don't know how, you know, I don't know the preferences that your god has. He did tell me to protect you guys. Maybe he knew that you'd be needed. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess he must value us somehow. So I'm going to, like, reach out my hands in in, in an attempt to hold them. We're going to make a little prayer circle. (laughs) Grom's hands filthy from the dirt that he's been shoveling up. grab onto it without hesitation. <laughs> Aphemia's hands are covered in her own dried blood, so, you know, because she got hit in the head with the spiky thing a few too many times. Hit by a sunbeam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna just reach out and kind of, like, realize she's got crusty blood on there, kind of swipe her hands together and then hold them out to you and go, well, I suppose we don't really have a lot of options. Celine, roll me a luck check with disadvantage. Okay. Eighteen. Ooh, pretty good. That's pretty good. Twelve. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Well, then my five, For seven. disadvantage with your rolls, that's, that's actually really good. Yeah. yeah. So, you feel the dirt underneath your feet as you guys join in this circle. You feel the dirt start to get vacuumed away. And as you're feeling this dirt get vacuumed away, it starts to accelerate more and more. These graves start to just get vacuumed into what you can now look over to your right and see is a massive black hole that has formed. Whoa. (laughs) Um, I'm not really one to trust random transfer holy thingies appearing out of nowhere, but it looks like we might have a way out. You think we should go inside the hole? What, um, if, what if this is because I haven't assigned a god? What if the world's collapsing in on itself? Oh, or this place does doesn't exist anymore? You have a god, Celine. <laughs> I know. You're about to have a panic attack. It's okay. And she actually puts her hand on her crusty, bloody hand on your shoulder. I hold Sorry it. for putting I it on the pink it. dress. I clasp it with both hands. <laughs> I don't think we have much of a choice. I think we're going to be forced out sooner or later. Do we want to face it together? I'm in. On one condition, and I'm gonna hold both of your hands. All right, I'm gonna take out my hammer and just close in. Protect us. I'll just start moving towards whatever the hole is. As you guys are running, this vacuum of a black hole is starting to suck more and more of these graves and decay out from the realm that you're currently in. And as you are each running towards this black hole, hand in hand, you notice that the graves start to fade away as you are starting to get sucked towards this black hole. 
as you are fully taken in by the gravity of this black hole, in the space of the graves begin to populate office spaces. And at the center of where you all once were holding hands, praying to Moradin, emerges a gigantic corporate office. The same office you once knew as Avani Mech's office. And as you are being sucked into this black hole out of Thord's old realm, you see a woman who opens a door to this office, breathes in the air, and gives you a look, Celine, thanking you for helping her back into her throne. And that's where we're going to end our session for the night. My what? name is Cade, the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure. And I'm joined here by the players to my left. Mason playing Grom. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Mason playing Grom. <laughs> Marissa playing Ephemia. And Brooklyn with a question. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> just have one question. And Cade with an answer. <laughs> Is that Vecna? That is Vecna. Okay, I just want to know if we just obviously know that. You 100% from the research that you guys did in the library in the Underdark or in Brigaroon, you would know that that is Vecna. Anybody who was questioning got a treat if they actually listen all the way through the end credits. So, Brooklyn playing Celine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you so much for joining us today. If you love this podcast, go over to patreon.com forward slash knocked and you can check out our after show talked prone where we're going to talk about this episode and the next episode so make sure to stick around for the next episode check out himbo's guide in the meantime that is a show that alec puts on about how to be a better spellcaster so you don't have to feel like a noob at your next D game we have the archivist's tower coming soon and dear dungeon daddy that we are working on as well as some other projects that we're also working on but before we sign off is there anything anyone would like to shout out i just i want to make an effort to make a whole list of everything that we offer on patreon i mean i know you kind of said it but i just feel like it's a lot of stuff we it have is. so many perks it really and is so many different tiers too from like tons yeah. of different budget standpoints so if you at least haven't just gone to look at it you should just go check it out. Yeah. And sometime soon we'll like list everything that we have available as benefits on our Patreon. It's so awesome to see like all the mini shows. Like I've been members of Patreons before and just seeing what is offered. Because let's be honest, I pay for Patreon for the show that I'm on because it's awesome. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I too am a Patreon member. Um, but it really is awesome just to see all the content that keeps getting thrown out to help people really understand the show deeper. Well, the thing I'm going to shout out this week, I've been reading a new book. It's called In the Shadow of the Gods. And it's really good. If you like Skyrim, it's set in like Norse mythology. So it talks a lot about lots of direct correlation from Skyrim kind of lore. The only word that's basically missing is Draugr, and then you'd be completely immersed in this great descriptive book by John Gwynn, I believe. So check that out if you haven't. And again, thank you for listening to Knocked Prone. We hope you remember when life knocks you flat on your back, all you gotta do is keep rolling. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. How does everyone feel about me killing Grom? No objections! (laughs) (laughs) Take two death saves! I use my turn to kill Grom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the champion of Grom. <laughs> <laughs>